Building wealth isn't just about having money. There are stages you must go through in order to reach true wealth. But before you can get there, you have to define what that looks like for you. What is the end goal? What are you willing to do to get there? What sacrifices are you going to have to make? What education skills or training do you need? How will you know when you get there? Building wealth takes you through a process that includes four different stages. They may not all be fun, and some stages may even take a little longer than others, but you have to go through these stages to reach that end goal of true wealth. But you know what? What is the definition of true wealth anyway? Well, in today's episode, I break down the four stages and try to define what true wealth is, could be for you. But first, ask yourself two questions. Am I built to take this long journey to build real wealth? And what are the things that I need to do to get myself in order and get my affairs in order to make sure that I'm not only making money, but my money's making money too? Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I'm your host, Adrienne Graham. I'm the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks LLC, and that's Chicks with an X. I am a serial entrepreneur and a self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, and investor. We help female founders of color grow and scale profitable job-creating companies and eventually get their company's investment ready. We also help groom them into dynamic leaders and CEOs and build legacy wealth in the process. Mogul Chicks is a mindset, a way of life, if you will, and a blueprint for female founders who want to build a legacy of wealth and a generational business empire. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating, to job creating, to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, and build lasting wealth. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tag at MogulChicks using the hashtag MogulChicksChat on social media. Make sure you rate the show and leave a comment. It helps people find us. Share the love, share the love. I don't know about you, but back in the day when I used to want to be wealthy or rich, I used to have a different perception. I thought I wanted to be rich. I would look at people who had a lot of money, private jets, businesses, success, um, media exposure, travel, you know, all that good stuff. And I always thought that that was what it meant to be wealthy. I had to learn over the years that there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. These days, my 53 year old self would rather be wealthy. But a lot of people conflate the two. They conflate rich and wealthy. They think it's interchangeable and it's not. You know, anybody can make money, but it takes a real skilled person to build real wealth. And, you know, that wealth building comes in stages. We, when we think about wealth, we think about Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, 
Jeff Bezos. These are people who, well, some of them were entitled and had a silver spoon in their mouths. You know, I'm not going to front on that. But then you had someone like Jeff Bezos who didn't come from money, who built out a business right in his own home and made billions and trillions of dollars. He, I think he was the first trillion dollar company, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think his Amazon was the first trillion dollar valuation. Anyway, my point is, there is a lot that goes into being wealthy and growing wealth. And it's it's a lot of different things that we need to address in different stages in your life that you have to go through in order to get there. And through each of these stages, it's a learning process. You know, building wealth takes you through survival, stability, wealth, and then affluence. Affluence is what a lot of us don't talk about. We talk about being rich. We talk about wealth building, being wealthy. We don't talk about affluence and affluence is the end game. So let's get into it. In survival mode, you do what you need to do to make money in that moment. In this stage, you're refining processes, making investments that you pray work out for the best. You make mistakes, lots of mistakes, and you obsess over what comes in and out of your bank account. Now we've all been there, you know, starting out and we're not making that much money and we're worrying about, are we going to make the rent? Are we going to make payroll? Are we going to be able to invest in ourselves in education? And, you know, I'll say this, when I say back in the day, I'm talking like eighties and nineties. I know that's dating me, but you know what? I am a fine and sexy 53 year old at the time of this recording. But back in the day, we didn't have the access that we have now. So when you're in survival mode, it is your in your best interest to start educating yourself. There are YouTube videos, there are podcasts, there are books, there are low cost courses out there. There are, dare I say, gurus. I hate that word gurus, but gurus, specialists who can teach you. And even some of the investment houses can teach you about money. Some of the podcasts that I love to listen to are Earn Your Leisure, and what is it? Melanin Money is another one. And those are really good podcasts, more specifically driven towards the African-American community, but their content can really be applicable to anybody. They do such a great job of breaking down money to the nanoscience. And it's not in a threatening way. Back in the 80s and 90s, when I lived in New York, you know, I, w- I had proximity to Wall Street. I didn't have access but I had proximity. So I didn't know what I know now. I didn't know that there was a world open to me. Yeah, I read the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, Investors Business Daily came out, you know, and it really didn't do me any good because I didn't understand the context. All I knew is I wanted to make money, you know, and that's what we all do at some point. We think about how can I make more money? Money is what I want to do. Money is what I want to make in order to be successful. But we don't have the emotional intelligence. We don't have the training. We don't have the right access or the mentors to teach us about that. So in survival mode, we're just kind of swimming, you know, treading water, figuring this whole thing out, figuring out what it means for us to be able to make a lot of money. We're not thinking about wealth building at that point. We're thinking about how can I make the most money and still be able to pay my rent, pay my bills and survive. And that's why it's called survival mode. You know, you need to understand that in survival mode, 
And if you're so obsessed on what's coming in and out, you're not paying attention to what the potential is. So we let a lot of opportunities slip through our fingers. One, because we're afraid to invest because, hey, we need every dime that we can get, especially when you're running a business, because you don't know when that next client is coming through. And we also are not prepared mentally for that. I always tell people that at each level of my business, my first 100,000, my first 250, my first 500,000, my first million, you know, at each level, I was at a different mindset. And I never had exposure to people who can teach me, about, who could teach me about that stuff. So I didn't know how to manage my money. I didn't know what to expect. All I know is that money was coming in and I was spending it. You know, I wasn't in survival mode all the time. You know, once I made money, I was good, but I didn't have the the knowledge or the smarts or the access or the privilege, I should say, to help me figure this thing out. Next thing. So once you're finished with, with survival mode, you go into stability mode. You know, that's when you have some footing. Your bills are paid comfortably. You have some systems and habits in place. You're making a little bit more money and you're not as worried about how and when you're going to get your money. And you've hit some financial milestones. You know, you can breathe a little and still, you know, you have to keep your eye on things. You're not completely removed from the process of making money. You still make mistakes, you know, with your money. But you're learning and the mistakes aren't as detrimental as they could be in the survival mode. You know, when we're in stability mode, it's kind of like that weight is lifted off of you. And it's like, oh, sigh of relief. I can breathe. I know my bills are going to be paid every month. But you know what? You might have a little bit of money saved. You may have some money in investments, you know, on a basic level. But you're not out of the woods. You know, you're in you're in you know, stable mode, you're stable. Things are, are okay. It is steady. You have money coming in, you're paying your bills. So you maybe sometimes breaking even, but maybe making just a little bit over breaking even. Um, and you're not out of the woods yet. So you start thinking, what do I need to do? While you should be doing some learning in the survival mode, stability mode is where you really double down and get the education and knowledge that you need. Um, there are a lot of groups on Facebook. There are groups on LinkedIn. There are chats on Twitter. There are YouTube videos. And there are a plethora of resources that are out there that can get you educated. A lot of it nowadays, as I mentioned a little while ago, are given in such a manner or delivered in a manner where it's broken down to basics, you know, so it's easily understood. So there really is no excuse for not being able to get the education that you need. But in stability mode, you need to be diversifying your reach, diversifying your options. You know, you may have learned about stock investing, what's a stock and things like that, mutual funds and stuff, but what other vehicles are out there? Now you start thinking about the other vehicles that you can get into, that you could afford to get into so that you can start making your money grow. You know, at stability mode, it's about, okay, I'm even keeled. I'm on point. We're breaking even. We're making a little bit of money. Now, how do we make more money? Okay. You're not wealthy yet. You're just okay. You're not even well off yet. You're okay. But how do you make more money and how do you start making that money make sense for you? So again, like I said, there are podcasts that you can listen to. There are books you can buy. I suggest you invest in a subscription in Investor's Business Daily. Um, 
Barron's is another good one. I think that you should go to, uh, what is it? Seek Alpha is another one. Morningstar is another uh, good investment vehicle, investment tool that you can use. Yahoo Finance. And let me tell you something. When I started investing in stocks, uh, this was a while, like in the early 2000s. Yeah, I got a late start. But what I did was I used to go to Yahoo Finance. That's finance.yahoo.com. And no, that's not a shout out in any kind of, uh, partnership, but it's what I used. And it helped me to really hone my skills in learning about the companies that I was investing in. Today, fast forward, we have cryptocurrency, we have foreign currency, we have all these other things that you can invest in. And I know crypto gets a bad rap nowadays, but it really isn't all that bad. But now is the time in stability mode where you start looking at potential vehicles for your wealth, for your money. And you start planning from there. Some of it you could afford, some of it you have to wait, but it's all part of the game plan. The third level, the third stage is wealth mode. That's where everything is on autopilot. You're not worried about the bills, money flows in freely, and you started making some wise investments that allow your money to make more money. What did Kevin, uh, what's his name? In um, Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary said in Shark Tank, he said, my money are like little soldiers. I send those little soldiers out and they bring back more little soldiers. That's what your money should be doing in wealth mode, making sure that you've done that. You know, at this level, you may have hired professionals to help you manage and direct your money. You've done all the things to protect your assets and ensure your family can be taken care of should something happen to you. Now, I hope you've done that. At wealth mode, you should also now be looking at insurance. Yes, I need you to do some whole life, whole life insurance, some term life insurance, especially if you have children um, and maybe universal. Some people talk about universal life, but I'm not going to get into the differences between that. If you want to learn about insurance and you're a subscriber to the after chat, I did have a wonderful conversation with Sandra Brooks a couple of weeks ago about the differences in life insurance and how you can use it to build wealth. So make sure you check out that episode if you've already subscribed to the after chat, which is a paid subscription. But you know, at this stage, it's protecting your money. You know, you, you've gone through the stage of making the money. You've gone through the stage of amplifying the money. Now you're protecting it because, you know, you're, you're living for, you're living to build something to leave to your family, to your children. I hope, you know, you want to be able to make sure that you have invested wisely at wealth mode. You know, like I said, you've done the things that you need to do to protect your family and you're looking for more opportunities to make that money work for you. What I suggest at this mode, maybe even at the stability mode, but especially in the wealth mode is get involved with investing a little bit more, um, not just stock, but, you know, commodities, securities, uh, currencies, things like that. And it doesn't hurt to join an investment club. You can join an investment club and have that group learning environment so that way you don't feel like it's overwhelming to you. You know, some people prefer to do that in stability mode. I say you could do it in the wealth mode because, you know, you need to be around like-minded people who have the same goals as you when you're trying to build wealth. And at this stage in wealth mode, you're not making frivolous purchases. Every purchase you make is strategic. Everything that you buy has some kind of return value on it. I believe in income producing assets. Um, I'll give you an example. My other half just bought a car for his business 
and this is for a car service. And this car, while it is full luxury, fully decked out, the old me would have been so happy to ride around and roll around in this car and floss because it is that hot, it's fire. But this car is for business. It is a money-making asset. It is something that we're using to build a business and to make money. And there's no shame in that. You know, a lot of people say when you take a car off the lot, it loses its value and it's a depreciating asset. But here's the thing. If you're using it to make money, it's not a depreciating asset. It is an income producing asset. And at wealth mode, you need to learn the difference between income producing and depreciating assets. Okay. And I am fully big on that. I, I also believe in real estate being income producing assets. I would also, some people might disagree with me. I would rather have a bunch of rental properties and let those be generating money and I can live in a rental. I don't have to live in a big house. I mean, I'm not living in a rental, but you get what I'm saying. I'm not living in a big house either, but income producing assets. That's what you're thinking of in wealth mode because now you're addicted to making the money. Now it's not, it's no longer just about your business making money. It's about, okay, now how can my money make money? And there's so many ways. And I always tell my son this, you have internet access, smartphone, a tablet, uh, a laptop, and you have a fully functional car. There's no reason in the world why you cannot make money. We can all make money at this mode. Again, income producing assets and figure a way for your money to make more money for you. And in the final stage, yes, the coup de gras is affluence mode. That means you have arrived. Okay. Don't take that too literal, but you fully learn how to leverage your wealth at this level. You outsource all the things that take time away from you making money. You have access to a level that you've never experienced before. You can buy time. And when I say that, you can secure people in place to do the things that is a suck on your time. You know, stuff becomes important to you. Yeah, 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 we know that. It is important at this level to keep it in even perspective though. You know, stuff can always be replaced, but things like love and relationships cannot. Keep that in perspective when you reach this level. Those who were with you when you were in the struggle mode will be there with you, some of them, be with you in the affluence mode. And how those relationships nurture over that time, that course of time, will determine how far they go with you. You know, when you're in affluent mode, make sure you have someone who can keep it real and keep you grounded. Because this shit could be gone in a minute, in an instant. And I'm living proof of that. I've had money, lost money, had money, lost money. Hopefully now I'm a bit wiser, a bit smarter and a bit stronger, but having someone in place that keeps you grounded will keep you from making detrimental mistakes. And also philanthropy should be part of your of, of uh, this stage as well. Smart people at this stage bring in people who can advise them and ground them. And not to mention these, you know, opportunities that are out there, you can be in different rooms that you had never had access to before. You can get knowledge. You can be in proximity to the, the deal makers and the money makers and power moves, power players at this level, because you can afford a seat at the table now. So, but again, keep it in perspective. Affluence mode is where we should all be striving to be, especially if you have that goal to make a lot of money and you want to be comfortable and, and 
at Affluence Mode, you've already made the money, your money's making money, you're investing wisely, you're protecting your assets, you're protecting your money, and you're surrounding yourself and putting yourself in the rooms with power players at this level. So notice I didn't mention rich in any of these stages. You know, in my opinion, rich is subjective and ego driven, but you decide where are you now on this spectrum and what is your end goal? I hope I've given you a lot to think about because wealth building is serious stuff. And I don't think enough of us are getting educated. And I give kudos to the people out there like Earn Your Leisure and, and the like who are out there educating people in basic no-nonsense terms on how to make money and keep their money. So that said, where are you? Where are you headed? Have you mapped out your vision and your goal to be wealthy yet or affluent? Drop me a comment and let me know what your thoughts are and let me know if you want to hear more money talk like this because I have no problem doing that. But that's all for now. I'm Adrienne Graham, CEO and founder of Mogul Chicks, and this has been another Mogul Chicks chat. I want to help you build a better, more profitable company by providing strategic growth solutions, resources, mentoring, training, and access to capital. Make sure you check out the other episodes, and if you like what you hear, share the love. Pass the link on to your friends. You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Anchor, and of course, on the Mobile Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe. And if you subscribe and leave a comment on any or all of these channels, it helps other people find the podcast too. Sharing is caring. For more information about how we work with you to grow and scale your company, visit us online at mogulchicks.com. Send an email to contact at mogulchicks.com. Or you can connect with us all over social media at LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest, and everywhere else at Mogul Chicks. And that's Mogul Chicks with an X. And if you're not yet part of the Mogul Circle, if you're doing over a million dollars in revenue annually, or the Makers Club, if you're doing six figures in revenue annually, what are you waiting for? There's so much value in membership and the communities. Or if you prefer a good program or trying to move beyond startup phase, check out the Mogul Chicks Academy at mogulchicksacademy.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Mogul Chicks are always a step ahead of the crowd and they're always closing deals. Remember, Mogul Chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Your move. Now go be profitable. Bye.